Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Spiritist Conversations. You know the drill. This is a show where we get together with friends to talk about the world through a Spiritist lens in an informal, unscripted, and unplugged way. Um, as you know, we are broadcasting live to Facebook and YouTube. Uh, so if you're watching now, thank you very much. We'll be able to see your comments. Just pop them in. Uh, we also want to make sure you know that we are only going to see your comments if you are on the Spiritist Conversations Facebook page, because sometimes it gets shared to different places, and you might type your comment in there, but we won't be able to see it in the feed. So apologies for that. Uh, and do join us uh, on our page if you're there. Say hello. And if you're just listening to us via podcast, we should tell you that we are very grateful that you're listening to us, as pun intended, uh, but that there's also a video piece that you can find on Facebook, on YouTube. Uh, so today's topic, episode 28, uh, we're calling this one Grateful for Gratitude. Just because it sounded snazzy enough, uh, <laughs> and I love playing with those stuff, just let's just be honest, right? Um, and we don't have um, we don't have a script here. We just have a chance to talk to these wonderful folks that you see here on your screen. If you are watching with us, we have our very own Flavio Zanetti and our very own Susanna Simões, uh, two folks without which we cannot do this show. So, guys, great to see you. How are you guys doing? We are doing good. I'm doing good here in Miami. Hello, everybody. Good evening. It's so. I'm so grateful to be here today. I don't know why. That seems to be like the prevalent feeling. I like what you did there, Susanna. Good job. Yeah, same here. Very grateful for the opportunity to spend some time, even though virtually, with some dear and esteemed friends. And uh, to what's going to be another you know, great episode of Spiritist Conversations. Great, great. And Susanna, this, this topic came from you. You said we should do something about uh, grateful, uh, uh, gratitude, I should say. Tell us a little bit um, why you think it's such an important topic for us to talk about today. I didn't even remember that anymore. But if you say ah. so, I'll take your word for it. <laughs> Look, you're so brilliant. <laughs> so anyway, I just love the topic. I think that... Um, personal experience, gratitude is um, a feeling that I am in touch with. And I think that it is deeply, deeply connected to one's ability to uh, be happy, no matter what. And it also, um, you know, it's, it's, it's very closely uh, associated to also in my understanding, our ability to understand life for what it is. And um, it is an expression of our connection and trust in God and the abundance that life um, offers us at all times. So I usually wake up grateful for every new day. So it's a very, very wonderful feeling to, to have. So I thought that would be worthwhile an episode about uh, gratitude. I like it. I, uh, I like it. I, I wanted to, uh, to throw something else out there. If you look at uh, Joanna DeAngelis, she says that, um, I quote, gratitude is the signature of God onto his works, right? So uh, when we you look at that, and by the way, Ivan, so great to see you, my friend. Thanks for joining us. So when you look at uh, what gratitude is, right, it's God's signature onto his works, which is all of us, right? We're all part of his works. Such a great description, description, right, of the uh, gratitude so far. So I, uh, I'm with you. Ooh, Every time I wake you. up, I, I say thanks to yet another day, yet another opportunity to make a difference in somebody's life. And uh, I think it, 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 it's, a great, it's a great habit, right? Yeah. And, you know, I, it's awesome that you say that, Flavio, because... I feel that more and more, like the more I feel like I mature, I become more grateful for things, right? Um, so I'm really glad that we're talking about this, especially in the time that has been so hard for our world, right? We all have gone through so much. And sometimes I feel people 
maybe take on this idea that they cannot be grateful for things because there's other people suffering and there's other things happening. But I am finding that both of them are possible at the same time. You can have empathy, compassion, and even feel pain and still be grateful at the same time. So I hope that we can dive a little bit later on to that too, because sometimes it seems like it's all about doom and gloom, but it really isn't. There's a lot of, there's always a reason to be grateful for, right? I'm very grateful for both of you guys being here today. Yeah. Yeah, Don't go that far though. Talk about uh, maturity. Okay, I'm grateful. I'm grateful. I'm grateful for Susanna being here today. There you go. There you go. There you go. So you talk about maturity. I'm very excited to hear that you're growing up. That's uh, that's good news. And Kristen is putting there the psychology of gratitude, which I have right here on my hand. And in the very very first chapter, she does talk about it exactly. She makes this correlation between. the feeling of gratitude and the maturity of the, of the being, which is, you know, it's a being that is uh, capable of appreciating life for what it is with, um, you know, when we are, when we are uh, kids, when we are toddlers, we want things the way we want. And if we don't get it, we, we get very, very upset. We throw ourselves on the floor. We put on a, a good tantrum. Uh, as you go, you start to understand that you can't have everything, that life is not going to go always your way. And then there are moments where you even learn that what you thought to be a loss in a certain moment, something that you couldn't comprehend. Later on, you realize that surprise, surprise, life was actually working for your betterment or had something even better in stores for you. So you learn to, to appreciate, you know, everything that comes your way. And so it is, it is very, uh, you know, associated with, uh, with maturity. Yeah. You know, it's, um, um, it's great that you say that because I really admire the spirit, Joanna DeAngelis, where this comes from. And, uh, you know, we should actually do an episode on who is Joanna DeAngelis in the future, because I think that would be great for folks who may not be familiar with her to know about all her work and, and everything else. But um, the reason I said that, Susan, is for the very reason. Um, I also have the very book that you're holding. Hold it up again if you can, uh, Psychology of Gratitude. But I'm moving people, so everything's packed. I was looking for my book and I could not find it. Um, but I wanted to share because there's also, uh, it might be the same sentence, Susanna, that I saw. It was great because, uh, she says that, you know, we should be, um, we should be grateful in every second of our physical existence. And that gratitude is a sign of psychological maturing. Right. Um, and I thought long and hard when I first read that sentence, because, I thought that it really applied to me, but I didn't know that yet. You know, like when sometimes you go through a process, but you can't see it until you stop to reflect on it, right? And I start thinking about it, and I say, you know what? Gratitude makes a lot of sense because what is gratitude, right? Gratitude comes from the verb, like the, the you know, the Latin word gratia, right? To be gracious, graciousness, grateful in general. And it's really cool because this gratefulness, when you're thankful for somebody or something, you're partially, at least partially, acknowledging that your happiness or your situation is partially due to something outside of yourself, right? There is something out out there into the universe, whether you call it God or whatever you have to, for which you um, have to be thankful for. So this exercise of coming out of oneself and being able to look at life and understand that there's more than just yourself in life, that, that you should think about your perspective, um, really touches me because I think that's kind of like our journey in this life, right? It's to understand that it's not just about me. And so I got things right. to be grateful because there's something out there as well. And there's there's you guys and uh, and my life could be very different and I'm grateful for for what I have, right? So I really like that book. Maybe maybe you guys maybe you guys are down for that. Maybe we should do a, a, another episode one of these days on Toronto Dandridge. What do you guys think? Yeah, I think it's, it's a, a great, great idea. idea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and, I think it's a and, great idea. Yeah, and we have uh, some information about some of her lives that we can uh, also uh, talk about. That would be uh, that would be very cool. Um, yeah. Go ahead. It's, it's, uh, yeah, I was gonna I was gonna bring that. You know, of course we we don't plan this for the for folks that follow us, right? 
Uh, we don't, you know. Uh, there are folks to follow we, us, Flavio? Well, some folks. The three of them? Maybe five or six on a, on, a, on a given day, on a holiday, right? Yeah, for My those folks that eventually, eventually will listen to us, right? They know that we don't usually plan for this. But I want to say something because last night I was reading a book. And, I mean, it's, I know it's a little corny. It's a bit quirky <laughs> and all that. But it's, it's called The Spiritual Dimension of Leadership. And uh, I only have the uh, online version, right? You can see uh -huh. here. And uh, I, I got a quote here that I wanted to read for you guys, right? Um, and it goes like this, right? So if I can find it. Lacking gratitude, even those who have much may experience life as empty and sterile, sterile because they don't appreciate what they have. Gratitude is a magic word, the open sesame of life. And I said, "Oh, hang on a second. We're talking about gratitude tomorrow." Yeah. I bring this code. I can bring it. I gotta bring this code up, right? So you know, as as a coincidence that we don't there's no such thing as coincidence. It just came to me, right? That uh, without gratitude, life is is uh, you know sterile. It, it, there's no meaning, right? Mm -hmm. And this author talks about it. And I believe, again, I, I I truly believe that Joanna says the same thing in slightly different words that. Life without gratitude, right, is sterile and uh, lacks meaning. Do you guys agree with that statement? I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about <laughs> it. Um, um, I think I kind of do, right? Um, hi, Leandra. Good, good afternoon. Um, I think I kind of do. I think that is harder. I think you can arrive at meaning without going to gratitude. I think, but I think it sure makes the, the mean, meaning making process easier. Again, maybe because for me, meaning has a lot to do with recognizing uh, the other outside of myself, right? Um, or maybe I should say, meaning for me has a lot to do with recognizing my place in a larger scheme of things, right? That I am one part of this beautiful machinery that we call the cosmos, versus thinking that I am the pivotal point in the whole universe, right? Um, mm -hmm. And so I think that the, that's a great point. I, I definitely think that gratitude, I'm, I definitely think, I don't know. So what comes first, meaning or gratitude, right? Are you grateful because you start to find your meaning or are you finding your meaning because you're becoming grateful, <laughs> right? That's a chicken uh, and egg. That's a chicken and egg. I know. Totally. I know. We're not going to get to the bottom of this at all. I think. I think as um, long as at some point you have both of them, uh, you are you you have the best of the world. It's funny because you know I am going to make a little uh, advertisement of uh, a very um, uh, humble initiative, which I started doing um, in English and in Portuguese every morning, five minutes of. Um, Uh, pills of uh, trust and pills of hope, right? So pills of trust in English and pills of hope in Portuguese that I make available on um, the YouTube, my YouTube channel and uh, Instagram. I'm sorry, Susana. Well, what is your YouTube channel? How can we find your YouTube channel? Uh, Susana Simões 70, oh, me mixing Portuguese with English. Um, so, but in any case, the lesson today was gratitude. Mm -hmm. so, Look at that. Yeah, so very, very funny. And um, the, the spirit, Gias da Cruz, who brings the message in, in this little book, speaks precisely of what you both were talking about, which is uh, related to uh, understanding the essence, the meaning of life, and understanding that there is an abundance, abundance of uh, resources. They're always available in the universe to all of us. And I really like what Joana does in the beginning of the book because a lot of people uh, relate gratitude to, okay, you do this for me, I'm grateful, right? Yeah, so mm -hmm. it's kind of an exchange, right? So in uh, the sense that we are talking about here, it goes beyond these, these like, I'm grateful because you did this for me, I'm grateful because you're giving me this. It's not dependent on what others are doing. It's an inner, it's a much more profound sentiment that is based and built upon, I think, um, 
some sort of meaning. Where is the meaning of life? Where is the recognition of other? But in some way and somehow you recognize that there is something bigger and that deep inside, you know, there is a greater force that provides, that takes care of us, that gives us everything that we need, you know. And so this abundance is available to all of us. Mm-hmm. And so if you have a sense of that in any way, shape or form or any proportion, then you can tap into this state of, uh, of gratitude, mm-hmm. I think. So I, mm-hmm. I like that. I like that because, uh, uh, one of the things that, that make a lot of sense to me in what you're speaking and kind of spoke to my heart is this is the mindset piece, right? Because if you, so it's like, is the glass half empty or is the glass half full? Right. right I think right. that if you, if you always in the glass half empty mode, then you're always worried about what is it that you don't have. And I kind of equate that to a little bit of a, a selfish mode, right? You're always trying to find what is it that you want that, that you don't have, right? Because you want more. You always want more or you're missing that point. But when you're able to see that which you have, which I think is a lot harder, even for me too, right? Um, you start to realize that, that you, know, you are not on the, on the just for me mode, Right. You, you understanding like, wow, I have these things. And Mm -hmm. if you stop to think about it, there are other people who may not have these things. Sure. Your life could always be much better, right. From a material perspective, but it could also be a much worse too. Mm -hmm. And so I am grateful for that, which I have, because I recognize this outer force that you, that you were speaking to Susanna that knows kind of better and has kind of put me in this road. Right. And there is a reason why I am in this role, because it's the best role for me right now to learn something. Um, So I I really like that piece. And I think it has a lot to do with with the the mindset and which I which I really have been thinking quite a bit about is making sure that I am in this growth mindset mode. Right. I have I have had a chance um, in my in my work. I work with, um, you know, elderly individuals. very frail individuals and individuals who um, have limitations such as, you know, being a wheelchair bound person or um, who are, you know, experiencing pain in many levels in, um, you know, sometimes we have a little pain here and there and we are miserable, but we're talking about people who have like arthritis in the entire body. They can barely walk. And I have had an opportunity to run into, um, you know, Funny enough, um, it, the, the, the ones that come to mind were women. I'm not sure why, but um, a few patients um, who I would ask them, you know, how are you doing? And thinking that, you know, they're going to say I'm not well or whatever. And they look, look at me with a big smile and say, I am grateful because the Lord provides me everything that I have. And they go and they tap right into their faith. You know what I mean? And, Mm -hmm. and I have everything that I need and, you know, everything, everything that I want, the Lord gives me. And, and it's just like, when I, when I hear that, I just, you know, sometimes I finish my assessment or my treatment and I, I will, if I have time, I would say, can I sit next to you? Can you tell me a little bit more about that? And I just, it's just like so sweet to Mm -hmm. sit uh, next to someone with this energy who perhaps in a very fast and quick look, you would say, my goodness, this person, you know, doesn't have the, the, because all the people that we attend to are low income individuals. So definitely people who are struggling materially. And on top of that, they have, you know, all the comorbidities and all the limitations. And yet it's just like, I mean, I literally, one time I walked one lady and I said, do you mind if I record your words? And cause I want to like hear <laughs> that again, you know what I mean? So you think like you were, you were, you were doing something for someone and I was mm-hmm. being the, the great beneficiary of being next to them and learning uh, from them, you know, anyway. So how do we, how do we tackle the question that we have here? Dan, Daniel Santos, our friend from Baltimore asking us, right? How First to be of grateful? all, 
Suffering strikes. Yeah. First of all, hi, Daniel. And also, how illustrious of us to be called a panel. Yeah. Very, I feel very, very elegant right now. Uh, <laughs> um, That's another stretch, but I won't even go there. I know, I know. I know. Thanks for holding back, Flavio. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, this, this question that Daniel brings, clearly his parents have great taste. Look how um, they have named him. So clearly he's a brilliant individual. But because uh, every Daniel should be lauded for, for their gratefulness. Um, sure. But uh, so I think this is a really great thing that I think that I feel like we might be knocking at the door of. Right. Um, I think we all know that we need to be grateful and that it's a good thing to be grateful. The question is how to do it and why. Right. For me, like, you know, why and how. And I think that the how to be grateful for me has to do a lot with the zooming out piece again that Susanna was speaking to. I feel like these people that Susanna were describing apparently right from one perspective could be construed as people who should not be grateful at all because they are facing tough moments yet they are very grateful. And at the same time, we can also see people who should be very grateful for what they have. Right. And yet they are not happy. So we can clearly see that happiness is not an external thing, right? It's not about what you have or what you don't have It's about what you make of what you have and what you don't have, because you can be very unhappy having everything that you ever wanted to. There are people with fame, money, right, looks, um, and, they're, and they're unhappy. And there's people who have none of that, and they're happy. So it's got to be about our perception. And I think gratefulness goes with it. So when pain strikes, I think for me, maybe because I work that way, and I would love to hear from you guys, I need to understand things. When I understand them, I can cope, cope much better. Right. So, so what spiritism has given me, which has really helped me is the zoom out ability to understand that the moment that I'm in, it's temporary, that I am an immortal spirit that is going through some challenges in this life. And that these challenges are planned that they're all under control because they're going to help me grow in the long run. Right. So when I bring that into the mix, my pain may still be the same, but my suffering decreases. Does that make sense? Right, like yeah. I may still feel the the pain, but how I deal with the pain, my suffering, um, it really, really, really diminishes. So when I'm suffering, you know, I, I I am beginning to be grateful for the challenges that I have, and I think that's a great improvement for me, right? Um, so, and that's because I'm able to see that there's a spiritual component. That this is Dan. There's physical Dan and there's spiritual Dan, right? Dan, the spirit. Um, is beginning to uh, uh, to awaken and understand that this is just a process. And I'm trying to think less with Dan, the material body uh, perspective, and more with Dan, the spirit perspective, right? So for me, how, so how, hang you, on. how do you guys face it? Hang on, hang on. One Dan's already enough. Now you're telling me <laughs> there are two Dan's? Well, there were three oh, with Daniel Sanders. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so for the folks that just joined us, can you maybe double-click on Dan? Uh, Dan, a little bit more, right? The spiritual Dan versus the uh, physical Dan. There's no confusion left. Folks that just joined us. Yeah. Uh, so I was talking about, um, <clears throat> I was talking about, um, you know, shifting the way I look at the world and life um, to encompass everything through a spiritual optic, Right. So when I think of myself as a reincarnating spirit that is temporarily here in this life and that it has a set of challenges and learnings that I need to do, it makes it easier for me, right, to deal with the challenges I have than just thinking about it from a material perspective when I forget that I am an immortal spirit, when I am just trapped in the day-to-day, when I'm just trying to make ends meet or, or you know, do something better or get a bigger home or what have you, right? When I get trapped in the mindset and I forget my true essence, I feel the pain more easily because it's easier for me to fall into my own ego, into my own suffering, into what is it that I don't have and that I want, right? Um, I forget a little bit that there are other people out there right? It's easier for me to forget about that. Does it make sense? Yeah, I, I have a very similar experience. Um, you know, I have um, also matured some, believe it or not, and I have come to a place of appreciation in my life when I am actually in pain. 
because I have come to understand that whenever I am in pain, there is there lies an opportunity for growth and enlightenment. Uh, I today I, I understand that uh, pain is a warning sign within, um, bringing to my attention an area of myself that needs to be attended to, that needs to be cared for. I am much less uh, reluctant to um, to deal with pain. I, I I have come to a place where I actually really it's not. Don't don't get me wrong. I'm not uh, wishing pain upon myself. I'm not seeking for pain. Um, mm -hmm. But when it strikes, um, I know it's an opportunity, and I actually appreciate because I'm capable of feeling and getting in touch with the inner work that I'm doing through that pain. I'm, 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 I'm grateful for what the pain is, um, is, 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 you know, it's, it's bringing to the surface. A lot of times contents, uh, behaviors, feelings that were buried that I couldn't handle in a given moment. And now they surface and I get in touch with them. So, I am better at not running away from the pain. I am better at not trying to get rid, get rid of the pain, but just letting it be. Um, I have had experiences where I would be like in pain that I'm like to the point that I'm driving to work. And then suddenly out of nowhere or out of somewhere inside me, the tears would just like run and, and, and I remember those moments and I remember appreciating. I'm like, look at this pain. Look at, you know, where, and then become curious about it. And just like, I, and, and even not trying to think so much, but just let it be. And I think that uh, when you, just like you then, when you uh, understand the role of pain, and when you understand that, that, uh, uh, that moment is, is actually a, a, a powerful moment that can be a step, um, you know, propelling you uh, upwards. Uh, you, 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 you're grateful for that too. You, you're able to even uh, in, in times of pain and, and, and apparent scarcity and, and, and difficulties to be grateful because in, in that pain and suffering lie a tremendous, tremendous um, potential and possibilities uh, for, for mm -hmm. a new self, for a new beginning, for new perspectives, and et cetera. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. I, I, when I look at this, you know, I, I think um, gratitude for me is, you know, I'm very grateful for spiritism being this uh, toolbox that really enables me, right, to make sense of life in a very different, you know, perspective, right? Then, then, uh, then if I didn't have this toolbox ahead of me or at my disposal, right? So the question that I have for the uh, panel, <laughs> I'm going to call ourselves a panel now, because we're fancy. Thanks, Dan, Daniel Santos, for the, uh, the, uh, the, uh, the uh, label there. So can gratitude be inspiring for people to live better lives? Yes. Um, I think that it, it, it's great if gratitude is inspiring to others, but I think that gratitude is first and foremost inspiring to ourselves when we feel it, right? Because you rec for me, having gratitude is recognizing that something from the outside um, has allowed or has, um, has given me something for which I am thankful Right. And it re at the same time, it's sort of a realization that that could have not happened. Right. I could have had it differently. So I am thankful that things are the way they are. Uh, so I think it's very inspiring. Um, you know, there is a there is a, um, uh, a beautiful passage from a Shakespeare uh, piece, actually, that is not about um, gratitude, but it's about mercy. Um, and I think that in a way it's kind of connected and it, you know, in the, in the, in the, in the, and in, in this piece that the character, right. The, the, um, says like, you know, that, that mercy is twice blessed, right. Uh, by the person who gives and by the person who receives, right. So there's a blessing 
there's tw- there's twice a blessing when that happens. I think gratitude is similar, right? When you when you are grateful, you are blessed in understanding that you have tons of things, but you're also blessed because something else from the outside has um, you know allowed you to have those conditions. If that makes sense, so yeah, I think it's inspiring for sure. Uh, but I find it gratitude in others very inspiring. But I find it even more inspiring for myself when I realize that I should be grateful for something and it starts to pop up. Yeah, I agree with uh, Dan. I I think the story that I was telling is an example of that. I was certainly inspired by their these women's gratitudes and um, you know, and it's contagious. That's why I wanted to stay. I want to like let me let me let me uh, take advantage of this energy. And I also am able to uh, notice that at times, you know. Um, y- y- your own energy, right, that comes from this uh, yep. state of gratitude is very given. It's very, it expands. It's just like, and and um, so a lot of times um, in, in a work environment, for example, I feel that, you know, when I am um, connected with this feeling, I bring into uh, uh, the relationships with my colleagues that might not be in a, in a good place. I do think that, you know, they are touched. I do think that it makes a difference on the environment that you are, the people that you are dealing with, you know, um, because, I mean, I don't know for you guys, but when I, when I'm, when I, when I'm very in touch and very aware of this feeling, I usually feel like super happy (laughs) you know it's just like sometimes you don't fit within yourself because it's just so much appreciation and sometimes it's it's um uh sometimes it's more cognitive sometimes it's more emotional i don't know i Mm -hmm. I get out here uh where i live and i every morning i see the sun rising behind the trees and it's so incredibly beautiful Mm -hmm. and i immediately have that thought of gratitude for another day and 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 sometimes i'm that's how i start my day and i feel like deeply moved because it's like oh my god there's so much to life you know uh Mm -hmm. god god's presence the nature and so but it's also an exercise right because you can you can practice that just the way that uh, love is something that we learn and that uh it grows as we practice i think that we can also practice gratitude by training like you said, you know, the glass half empty, half full, uh, training uh, our our beings on looking and appreciating the small things. Uh, and sometimes it's just like I was mentioning before, you get a code and you're miserable. And once the code is over, you're grateful, you're appreciative for your health. So, mm-hmm. you know, learning to be grateful in, in without having to lose something, <laughs> to yeah. learn right yeah and there's a physical piece to this too right um i was reading this wonderful book that i thought it was really simple it looked great like mindset by kara dweck which i find it fascinating and and there wasn't uh you know illusions but there's mentions of of the brain chemistry that takes place when we are in fight flight or freeze mode right when we got that adrenaline right that kind of focus us on the task at hand because we're we're feeling threatened or whatever it is when that happens we see less possibilities around us because we're focused on the here and now, right? However, when we are happy and we have like serotonin kicking in, right? Uh, we see, even numerically speaking by the research that folks have done, we see more possibilities. We're able to stop focusing on this, the here and now, right? The fear that's the threat that's in front of us to think about more other things. So as we practice, right? And, and we are able to trigger that dopamine and that serotonin in our brains, we are also training our body to allow us to see more possibilities. And in doing so, uh, we get better, right? And I think I, I love what you're saying about going outside, Susanna, and feeling things in the presence of God, because sometimes I, I, I marvel at the idea that most of the time we're so worried about our insecurities and about feeling small in the world that we're fighting our insecurities and we're just trying to seem really strong, right? But in those moments of gratitude, that smallness that we think of ourselves sometimes is beautiful. Like yeah. we feel that we are a small cog in the whole universe and that's okay. As opposed to having to pretend <laughs> that we're more than we are. Right. So it's like an interesting piece, how the connectivity to divinity takes place. But, but I want to ask actually my friend Flavio here, 
because I think one of the great qualities that Mr. Flavio has that I know him for a while is Flavio is, is always a really positive and happy guy, right? Um, he's really happy-go-lucky, believe it or not. I know it's hard to imagine for those of you out you know, who are listening out now um, <laughs> with all the despairing comments that Flavio is always making about everything. Um, but, but Flavio, so t- tell me, tell me, how is it for you? So what, what, what makes you grateful? How do you get to your gratefulness spot? I, uh, I think it's a realization that, you know, we're very small, you know, when we look at the overall universe and at the same time, right, we have so much and that dichotomy of being so small, albeit having so much makes me look at things and be grateful all the time. Grateful for challenges that may come up in my day-to-day life. Grateful for sometimes problems, for sometimes suffering, when suffering strikes, as Daniel said, right? At the end of the day, I try as much as possible, not those things really put me down, because at the end of the day, right, I really trust the author of this novel, which is not a novel, it's really, it's more of a true story, right? which is all of our lives. When you understand, based on spiritist ideals, that nothing happens by accident, that you're there for a reason, you're in the best place with the best people around you at the best possible time, that stays in your mind, not my mind at least, right? And that makes me be thankful and at the same time, right, positive about the overall future or the outcome of things. Not necessarily 24 hours a day, Otherwise, I would have to go look for a psychiatrist. But yeah. most, uh, most of the time, I'm very happy. I'm very positive. And I'm very – I always look forward to the future ahead. Right? So what are, what are the, 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 the ideas that uh, spiritism provides us? That, you know, I mean, I would say that based on the beginning of our conversation, uh, this time that we have been talking, we all have presented gratitude from a very optimistic, happy, and, you know, um, way. And, you know, people who may not be spiritual, right, or maybe just starting, they might wonder, like, what is it in spiritualism that helps us to, to develop these... Um, feeling and state of gratitude mm-hmm. yeah that's a great question Susanna. yeah dan you want to take, tackle that first then I, sure. I'll, I'll add on later sure sure i think that for me right i can t- speak of my experience i think that what the gift that spiritism keeps giving me is um the ability to understand myself and others by definition as immortal and ever evolving spirits right um so the fact that we reincarnate many times and that we continue to develop uh, brings me a lot of hope and a lot of certainty in my heart that things are going to be okay because it reminds me that not only have I faced challenges in this lifetime but I have also have faced challenges in previous lifetimes and here I am I have survived Mm -hmm. 100% of my bad days right Um, and no matter how hard it could be right I've done it I survived it before I might not remember it uh, but I survived it. And then there's also this force, God, I call it God, right? Which is guiding me through this process and it's, it's, it's going in. And, and I think that the mediumship part of spiritism, which I think is spiritism's greatest gift to humanity is the better understanding of mediumship, also reminds me on a constant basis that there is this other light side of life that we can talk to the spirits so that we know that the spirits are us, right? The spirits are us without a physical body, right? And so it's a constant reminder that even if the worst thing that could happen to me today, and I, let's say that I'm really worried about my physical life, right? Even if, if, even if I were to lose my physical life today, I wouldn't stop being who I am. And I find that a profound gift of love from God to love me so much as to say, no matter what happens, you will never stop being, right? Um, and that makes me extremely grateful. And then I start connecting the dots a little bit, and I think, not only do I have great people in this life who have helped me and helped me tremendously to see things better like you guys, right? Um, But, you know, our friendship is also going to go beyond this physical life, I hope, right? Not to tire you guys out 
and I still have you guys on the next <laughs> ones to help me see things, right? And I am also reminded of those that I might not remember right now, but that I had in previous lives. So when I do the math on this thing, it just like the love and support that I have just keeps growing, right? And it really, really touches my heart deeply. And that's the moment when I say like I can zoom out a little bit and I can realize that the moment is bigger than here and now, right? That everything that can happen to me right now, I will be able to handle it somehow, even if I don't like it, right? The way I handle it, I'm going to be okay. And that brings me a lot of uh, gratefulness. And when I start looking at my own self and I realize that I could be much better than I am, right? When you like, when you sit with yourself and at night or think about stuff and like, I wish I had done this or, you know, I let that get the best of me um, and all of that. Even when all of that happens, I say, you know, tomorrow I'm, I'm going I'm to do it again, right? I'm going to be okay. So spiritism has helped me see that through reincarnation and through mediumship and has helped me practice that. Uh, and that has tr- changed my life in such a way that I don't know. I'm struggling right now a little bit. Um, and how do I see the world? Like, I, I feel like I cannot go back and see the world as I used to see it before. Right. It's like, it's my, uh, um, it's my like Paul of Tarsus moment, right. You know, like when he, when you, you're changing and you realize that you can't, like you're in the middle of the road. Right. I've been thinking quite a bit about this cause I'm writing about this and you know, all these things happen. You fall off your horse. You can't see anymore. You're confused. You're blind. Do you go back to, to where you were before? Do you go back to who you were, Jerusalem, so to speak? Or do you keep moving forward to Damascus, right? And I feel like there is no answer other than move forward. Like, I can't, I don't, I don't think I can. Keep moving forward. I, I think I can bring myself to go back, right? So long-winded question. But, but uh, I hope that kind of shed some light on how I think about it. How about you, Mr. Mr. Flav? I, I think you hit the nail on the head when you when you talked about uh, reincarnation. Uh, also, the uh, the fact that this is not our you know only life, right? This is only one chapter of one of the seasons of our overall life, right? And I, I like the analogy of Netflix, you know, multiple seasons and multiple episodes of our story, right? The story of Susanna Simone. That's a long series, The story of Dan and Sissy, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of lot of chapters yeah. into many many ep- I mean many episodes of many chapters of many seasons of that. When you look at that, right, it gives us perspective into yes. Not only is there a long way ahead of us, right, but we've made so much progress already, right. When you look, be- I mean, past, I mean, I'm pretty sure that this is at the best place that we are in our evolutionary journey, right, because in the past. I mean, I don't, want to need, I don't want to know what I did before, right? What I want to know is what I can do now to change how I become for tomorrow. This is what Spiritism taught me that helps me tremendously, right? Every single day, despite all this stuff that's sometimes around me that I can really, you know, fathom to understand, they don't make any sense. But then a week, a month, or a year later, it's like, oh, yeah, now I understand understood why that happened to me. Oh, yeah, now I got why so-and-so said such and such, right? Again, I see spiritism as this great toolbox that better enables me, right, to deal with my daily lives, my daily life, that really puts me in a very, you know, uh, um, I'm going to say privileged, but in a way that in a very, you know, positive position to look at things very positively, no matter what happens, right? And I think it's, to me, that's how it resonates with my life. Yeah, Flavio, I get that. If somebody's going through a very difficult, yeah, yeah, I get this, right? But maybe during that particular time, you know, you don't see the uh, half full glass, but maybe wait a day or a week, right? You go back to see the full glass again. And once we get the mindset, right, it becomes part of a normal life. That's how, you know, it is for me at least. Sue, Sue, how how do you, how would you answer your own question? What's your take? Yeah, um, I think one of the, um, you know, it's funny because, yes, I think the idea of reincarnation is a very powerful one. In spiritism, it brings a lot of hope. It also makes me a little tired sometimes <laughs> to imagine <laughs> that. I confess. <laughs> I confess. Um, that being said, I think that um, I like very much the idea of thinking of that at a given moment, 
God thought of me and created me, you know, for something absolutely magnificent, which is, you know, plenitude, wholeness, happiness, and that is part of my my journey. It's awaiting for me. It's inevitable. It's inevitable. So the idea that, you know, God thought of me, that I was created out of love, to learn to love and to be loved is gives me, you know, a lot of gratitude. It's, it's very grateful to be alive. It's very grateful. I am very grateful to exist. And mm-hmm. that, you know, at the given moment, I was thought about and I was created. And, you know, for something that is big and it's awaiting for me and it's a matter of time. So I think this connection with, um, you know, this, this, this feeling and this meaning, um, you know, really nurtures uh, the sense of gratitude within me. Okay. Okay. I want, I want to bring us back to uh, maybe, maybe some of the scriptures. And I remember... One of the uh, Psalms, I can't remember the, the, this, the number, says that uh, mercy is when God remembers us, mm-hmm. right? He's merciful to maybe, you know, a situation that we're going through. But then gratitude, right, is when we remember God. And uh, I, I, that, got, that, that stuck with me for, you know, that got stuck with me for many, many years after I read that Psalm. But then I, wanna, I wanted to bring us to the point. Dan mentioned about mercy before, right? We're talking about gratitude. Uh, should those two go hand in hand? Hmm. I, I think that they can. I think that they definitely have a connection between them. The question is where the mercy and the gratitude are coming from, right? Um, because I think that I think that sometimes we can have gratitude or be grateful for the mercy that we have received. But at the same time, when we have, they might kind of a cycle, right? When we are grateful, it's easier for you to be more merciful as well. Right. Um, And understanding. So there's definitely a connection uh, on that circle of love that Susanna was talking about, which I think is ever present because what touched me by what Susanna was saying is that not only did God think of me at one point in time, as God and the good spirits are constantly thinking of me, mm-hmm. right? Because along the way, I am receiving help. I'm receiving guidance, right? It's I'm always on the radar, right? We're always on the radar of the divine. And that is really flattering. So the mercy yeah. and gratefulness piece, I think that the mercy tends to be the act that comes from above. And the gratefulness is the recognition of that ever going mercy. Because if we were to get... If we were only to get uh, the benefits of love when we deserve it, we would be in dire straits, right? Oh, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So the mercy of God, like we're always getting more and ahead of what we want to prepare for things. Uh, I think that's the beauty of the creator in general. So I think there's definitely a connection there. Um, and I think gratitude is when we begin to kind of go outside of ourselves there is a wonderful question in the spirits books. All of them are wonderful. It doesn't talk about gratitude, but it talks about ingratitude, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's question 973. And the reason I know is because I looked it up, people. I don't remember all the stuff off <laughs> my head. So I'm to make sure you know, <laughs> right? Because um, people are like, how do you remember all those questions? Like, I don't. I know. I don't. I I just look them up. But most of them I don't, right? Um, and there is a connection, again, to the idea of ingratitude being one of the uh, daughters of selfishness. Right. Which I think brings us back to the point, like, I think that there is selfishness. I think there is self-centeredness. And I think there is altruism. I think there's three things, right? Like imagine a line, right? Selfishness for me is when you do things on purpose, just whatever it is that you do to get what you want. Right. The next step, when you get a little bit better, you get self-centered. Like you're doing things for yourself, but you, you're not intent on harming others. You may not even notice that people are there. Right. You're just like, you know, like a child, like sometimes you just don't know where your arms are moving, right? right. Um, and then there's the altruistic piece when you realize that other people are there. And I feel like somewhere between self-centeredness and altruism lies gratitude, right? You begin to, to uh, let me say that, you begin to engage with gratitude and it becomes part of your practice, right? To realize that, oh my goodness, there's more than, than, than I 
and yep. things could have gone the other way. And I have so much and I'm, I have all that I need. If I believe in God, I have to believe I have everything I need, right? I have everything I need to be what I need to be to work on what I need to work on. Uh, I, mm-hmm. I, I lack nothing, right? Even though I, exactly. I walk into the, sh- the valley of death, like I, I shall God not is my walk, shepherd, right? yep. Mm-hmm. Right? Exactly. I lack nothing. I have everything I need. Um, but to get to those moments is hard because I feel in my current stage of evolution, I am still trying to move away from self-centeredness, mm-hmm. right? Um, I feel like I am made progress from selfishness to self-centeredness. I might be not, you know, like, and I'm trying to kind of move forward. Um, and I think all things happens at once. It's not a perfect line, but I think mercy and gratitude have to do with, with, with that. I think they're connected. Um, what do you guys think? I like what you said of mercy something being something that comes, um, you know, in our direction and gratitude is almost like a response or a natural, um, yeah, natural consequence of that. Um, so I don't know. I'm, I, I really like what you what you said. I thought you made a good connection between the two. Yeah. For once, if I could, if I could answer my own question, I think uh, yeah. oftentimes. No, you can't. Yeah. Sorry. No, come on. <laughs> well, I'm gonna do anyways. Let him do so, that. Uh, yeah, I um, I do believe that we have so much to be thankful for, mm-hmm. including the uh, quote unquote right uh, uh, tough things that don't happen to us, right? Because to Dan's point, if we were going to receive love only based, solely based on the love that we've given before, right, we would be in dire straits. Yeah. So I think we True. still have to be very thankful and grateful for all the harm, all the, uh, the bad things that did not happen to us, right? And oftentimes, we forget that, right? So, so for us not to forget, we got the wrap-up symbol here in, the, uh, in our screen. So we got to do a wrap up. So, but before we do that, right, up. how should we close this? What will be the message for us to really bring us all together towards a much more grateful future ahead of us? I think, um, you know, I, I think we can talk about what we are grateful for, right? In closing up. So um, I am, um, you know, it's, it's a long list, right? <laughs> what are you grateful, grateful That's for? It's a long list. But in the context of this um, conversation, right, I'm very grateful for uh, my friends. I am grateful for it is, you know, in the course of reincarnation, it's amazing how life brings us together. Um, we, we, we we grow up in different countries. We, we have um, lives that seem like so incredibly disconnected and then suddenly life brings people together in, in many, many different ways. And it's just so amazing to see how many people come into our lives that add so much and that, you know, make life so much easier and add color and add meaning. And so I think friendship is one of the things that I am particularly grateful for grateful for and I must say that I don't say that you know uh, enough that I should actually say that more often to all my friends out there um, all the people who I call friends so I'll take this uh, final moment for myself to say thank you to Flavio and Dan for being my friends for our partnership for walking with me, for sharing, and for having me in your lives. Wow. Yeah, we're, <laughs> we're, we're thankful. I, I'll go next, and then let, we'll, I'll let Flavio close us, um, close us off. Um, uh, that's beautiful, so thank you. I am also very much grateful for you guys. Um, I love what you said about recognizing friends and, and, and the play, the, the role that they have in the walk that we're all doing towards, you know, betterment and happiness. Um, so I won't go too much in that, but my feelings are there too. I also want to say I am grateful for the ability to begin to understand why things are the way they are um, from a spiritual perspective, to be able to start to make sense 
of the world and why sometimes it may seem contradictory, right? Why sometimes the world can seem so beautiful in many of the ways and so ugly in other ways. And I think that when, when I began to understand the spiritual piece, it has helped me reconcile those two things. And I'm so grateful for that because it has put my heart at ease to know that everything is going to be okay because there is a God. So I'm very grateful for that understanding that for me came through uh, spiritism on my way to understanding, you know, the message of, of, of God and love that I see reflected in the, in the Christ. I'm very grateful for that. I'm very grateful for, for having the challenges uh, more and more. I'm thinking about how grateful I am to have my problems. Um, I wouldn't want anybody else's problems because I have <laughs> been, right. I have been uh, um, trained and prepared to tackle my own problems, right? Like if you think about it, like we are here in this incarnation to tackle problems and grow. Right. Every time that I get met, I get like a little frustrated with my problems. I say, you have come here to solve problems. You have not come here on vacation. Right. Uh, vacation is not now. So I'm really thankful for that. And I'm thankful to have the chance to talk about these things and exercise that awareness. Right. Doing that with you guys here right now uh, helps me quite a bit because it's only through practice. And I think that's what Susanna said. It was really, really great that it will be the last takeaway. Gratitude and happiness can be practiced. And I'm grateful for that. Wow, that's uh, that's powerful, Dan. Thank you for sharing that, right? And uh, if I could uh, add, it's very difficult to add after these uh, great messages, but uh, very thankful for the opportunity to spend some time with you guys virtually in yet another spiritist conversations, right? We have a lot of fun doing this. I hope we do the same. But if I, if I reflect back on, you know, my current situation, right, I'm very thank thankful for spiritism that really becomes or really is that, you know, toolbox, right? That powerful toolbox that has very different tools for very different moments in my life. So I'm very thankful for my life, where I am right now, right? For all of my friends and all of them, right? Those that are, are living with me, those that are, you know, distant, those that are in different lives, past lives, right? Very thankful for my parents who went through a lot of difficulties so that I could be what I am today. So I'm very thankful for them. Thankful for my own courage of really tackling some life challenges, my physical strength, my body, my heart that keeps beating, right? My senses, I have all of them, right? In this life, I have all of them. I'm very thankful for that. Thankful for the things that I love, right? Uh, things that I see and I, I, every day, right? For my, my belongings, I'm also thankful for my tears because afterwards they taught me a lot of things. I am thankful for my mistakes, some of the pain that, you know, Dan Santos mentioned that. I'm thankful for all these life lessons that make me a better person down the road. And if I look back, right, I'm very thankful for the mentors that I've had throughout my life that enabled me to be a better person every moment, right, that I quote-unquote graduated towards a new person, towards becoming a new Flavio, a new person, right? I'm very thankful for, of course, my job, my teachers that made a difference in my life, some of the heartbreaks, some of the laughters that, you know, uh, are part of my, you know, normal being, right? Uh, again, I'm very thankful for my, you know, beloved sister who's been there for me throughout my existence, my beloved wife, my daughters, my family, thankful for the sun, the trees, the privilege that I have. Some of them are not earned, but I still reap the benefits of having them, right? Thankful for my choices, thankful for air conditioning because it's 96 degrees here in Massachusetts, right? We have a lot to be thankful for, right? And that's what I want to close this with. We have a lot to be thankful for. This is a very small list of the things that we should be thankful. And if you are thankful for yet yeah, other spiritual conversations, do us a favor, right? Like our channels, share them with your friends. And if you believe this will be helpful for somebody else that needs to maybe hear some of the jokes, some of the, uh, these conversations, by all means, share the links away. We'd love to, uh, for this message to go beyond and really touch some of those hearts that may need to hear some of these messages right, in the near future. Very thankful for the opportunity. And once again, my dear, esteemed friends, I love you. I care a lot about you. I hope to be, you know, with you in person after coronavirus goes away to be able to hug you and embrace you. Thank you so much, guys. Well Thank said. Thank you, guys. Well said. Um, and we're very thankful for you watching this. Uh, thank you for taking the time to be here with us. These conversations are really meant to include you as well. We hope that you feel part and know from the bottom of our heart that we truly appreciate you taking some time 
off your days, off your lives to join the conversations. And we invite you to be part of our conversation, to be uh, part of what we're thinking about what we're going to talk about next. Let us know. We are really grateful for, for all that you do and that you have spent the time with us. And we look forward to having you in the near future as well. So we should wrap it up. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Thank you. Take care. Bye-bye.